Welcome to the Blind Rage Podcast. This is Brandon Ford. And this is Tony the Tiger, the Thunder from Down Under. Indeed you are. And this week we are doing the 1987 slasher classic. Killer <laughs> Workout starring nobody. Marsha Carr. Marsha Carr. Um, who, spoiler, is the killer. And isn't she on the cover no, well, the cover that I remember was uh, just uh, women working out. Oh, well, then you must have a different one. Because I distinctly and remember then, there, there being a cover that's just like a shot of her that looks okay. like a, uh, it looks like a uh, fucking, what do you call it? An 8 by 10 a fucking, you know, you know what I mean? Okay. A headshot. You did not help me out at all there. I thought you'd find it yourself. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Um, but before we get into it, I'm just going to quickly get the usual plugs out of the way. Mm-hmm. I would like to encourage everyone to check out my books on Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle editions. By typing in Brandon Ford, you will also find my Amazon author page, which you can follow to receive email notifications whenever I have a new release. If you're into audiobooks, you can also find a number of my titles on audible.com or the Audible app. If you don't already, please don't forget to follow me on Instagram at writer Brandon Ford on both Twitter and Letterboxd at Brandon Ford. You can also follow Tony on Letterboxd at Tony underscore the underscore bear. Um, If you have any questions, comments, concerns, critiques, suggestions, recommendations, feel free to email me directly at blindragepod81 at gmail.com. Please don't forget to drop by the Blind Rage Podcast official Facebook page page to like and subscribe and please don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the blind rage podcast on your preferred podcasting platform so there's that um it seems like it's getting longer you my places to check my out, monologue yes, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> you need to automate it and just play it in the background. <laughs> no, that sucks. I'm also hoping that but by the time, you. yes, that's true. <laughs> I'm also hoping that by the time this comes out, the Drowning in Oceans of Black hardcover will be available. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Um, so, what have you been watching since the last time we recorded? Well, I got in a few Scorsese horrors. Um, I started mm-hmm. with Shutter Island, which I haven't seen properly. No, and I, I enjoyed it enough, but my nephew loved it for a long time, and he, I think he thinks it's better than I did. But that led me on to Cape Fear, which is a movie I love. So mm. that was enjoyable. A movie that we spoke about several times. Yes. And uh, I finally got into a show that I've been meaning to watch for a long time called now apocalypse so and that's been um, a good little romp 
if uh, a bit of uh, promiscuity is your idea of fun. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. 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 And how about yourself? Um, not very much. I did find a movie that I had been wanting to see for a long time uh, called Naked Obsession. And it's an erotic thriller from, I believe, 91. And it stars William Catt, um, Maria Ford, Wendy McDonald. And William Catt plays a character who has, who is um, trying to be a, uh, governor or something. He's mm-hmm. he he's in politics and he's trying to go. He's trying to up you the know, ladder. Up yeah. go up the ladder, and um, he. It also has Rick Dean in it, um, who is a who sadly passed away, but he was. Did in he a used lot to of, do the weekly top forty? No, that would be Rick Dees. <laughs> um. So yeah, so he goes to the strip club one night. And he meets Maria Ford's character, who is a stripper, and they have an encounter. And he discovers that she likes to be, she is into auto erotic asphyxiation. So she wants him to choke her with his tie while they're having sex, which he obliges to, uh, not without hesitation. And she enjoys it very much and everything's fine until he goes back to the her apartment the next day and finds that she is dead and she's been strangled. Mm-hmm. So it looks like somebody is setting him up. Um, it was a movie that I think I really, really would have loved if I would seen it when I was in my early to mid-teens when I liked a lot of these movies. It's not that I didn't like it. It was okay. Um, um, the concept reminds me of, um, if you ever saw, I think it's Rising Sun with um, Wesley Snipes and Sean Connery. I'm familiar with it, but I haven't seen it. I think that was but after. Yes, there was a woman that gets uh, strangled in asphyxiation and then strangled again later. <laughs> oh. Well, it sounds like Rising Sun ripped off Naked Obsession because I'm pretty sure Rising Sun came out later. Was that like yeah. 96 or something? Well, it's Michael Crichton, so I don't know whether oh. the book came, we know when the book came out. Well, it might have been that Naked Obsession ripped off Michael Crichton. I don't know, but yeah, it was it was it was okay. Um but um I am a very big fan of Maria Ford and I did a lot of her movies for B-Movie Bonanza and that mm-hmm. was one that I never got to see because I couldn't find it and it's not available on DVD so a movie I keep seeing that I'd like to watch again even though I don't remember what it was like the first time is uh, Whispers in the Dark if you ever heard of that movie that is either just coming out or just came out on Blu-ray from Shout Factory yeah, because I always remember the cover. I remember watching it, but I cannot remember what it was about. But uh, <laughs> I'd just like to watch it again just to uh, reacquaint my memory with it. 
Isn't Annabella Shore in it or somebody? Like uh, and Anthony Anthony LaPaglia is he in it? Uh, I, I don't think I've one, I don't but. think I saw it. I don't think I ever saw it, but it was it was a cover that I do remember seeing all the time at, at the video store. Yes. Um, well, it was like lips in a spotlight. On yes. A face. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly. It was like it was kind of like the burning up video a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, all roads lead to Madge. Yes. She's like Mecca, but Madger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are going to watch Killer Workout, and I am positive you can find this one on YouTube if you'd like to watch along. Yes, I watched it on YouTube. <laughs> okay, so there you go. So we are going to begin with three count. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, play. So what we're watching right now is a rip that I have from a DVD. Well, it's a it's a from a DVDR that was from a VHS because I have the Blu-ray and the Blu-ray is too big to send the file. But here's the thing about the Blu-ray, which was released by Olive Films. It, I believe, is full screen like this um, because they couldn't find the source material. They couldn't find the original negative. And so they basically just, you know, up converted the VHS to make it look as good as possible. And I didn't even know that. Well, not that it really matters to me, but I didn't know that. But um, second thing about that is Olive Films was supplied the source by this very small it's based, I think it's a two person operation basically called Slasher Video and they do very low budget um, movies they have it's like a, a boutique I don't know if they put out DVDs anymore, but I know they have supplied Olive Films with some source material to uh, make Blu-rays in the past. And I had an encounter with them several years ago, and it was not a good one. I was not happy because this is what this is what happened. Um, when I was doing, I first started B Movie Bonanza, which was exclusively on YouTube in uh, 2014 and then I stopped for a while and I did I went from 2014 to 2015 and then I stopped for a while and then I had a really 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 bad breakup in 2016 and I was not in a good headspace and I really needed, I just needed constant activity to distract myself. So I was recording episodes all the time. And also I was uploading um, like obscure movies to my YouTube channel. One of which was a movie that I was sure nobody had heard of or had seen 
called Cemetery Sisters. It's terrible. And I didn't know this, but Olive Films was putting it out, I believe, on DVD. Or I think it might have been DVD. Um, And they had gotten the source from Slasher Video. So Slasher Video reported my ass to YouTube. (laughs) And YouTube suspended my account for six months. And I looked at what my options were. And it said, you know, either you can... I think the only two op- the only two things that I had were either to wait the six months or try to work things out with the person who reported me. So I apologized <laughs> uh, begrudgingly to Slasher Video and pleaded with them to please, you know, lift the ban. And the two fuckheads totally flat out ignored me read my messages on facebook and just did not answer and i sent them like four so yeah that kind of put the kibosh on my b-movie bonanza thing at a time when i really needed something to do which um did not help matters so yeah there's my there's my little story with olive films and and slasher video so the moral of the story is slasher video can suck it (laughs) now before we started you were telling me you had an interesting story to tell about this movie that was it (laughs) (laughs) were you being facetious right there i was i was no that was interesting okay Um, you're a cunt (laughs) and i don't like you anymore i'm taking my toys and going home (laughs) <laughs> Slam the door. Now, I will say, I, I did find that sequence with the burning tanning bed quite uninteresting. Like, it just sort of happens. It's, it's, there wasn't much set up to it. I feel that they could have shown more how, it was a, you know, that something bad was about to happen or, like, let's say, even, even like a Final Destination style thing where you see something dripping. Like, just to show that something's about to happen, but no, just suddenly... Well, it, yeah, it up. just <laughs> explodes for no reason, right? Yeah. It was just like, now it just malfunctioned. Was that what happened? Yeah. Um, and it's the main, the main girl, right, Rhonda? Yeah, but in saying that, I, if you read the, um, uh, sorry... In internet, in IMDb, the yeah, it plot. says she's a, there's a twin. Yeah, and I'm like, did I miss something? I know, I thought the Is same it ever thing. <laughs> but I read the Wikipedia p- page, and it says it's her. It says it's Rhonda. Yeah, and plus Rhonda has the burns because she shows she shows the burn scars to the detective later. Yeah, I mean, it, so, it, it, it's shown far enough into the movie that they could have been. I feel like. Uh, because they didn't show the face of the woman that gets burned. It was like they were trying That's, to... Well, they a, couldn't a because it's Rhonda. Yeah. So, but then yeah. But then, you know, she sort of shows it halfway through. It wasn't like a big reveal at the end or anything. No. No, I mean, as far as the revelation of the killer, it wasn't very dramatic. 
at all. Yeah. It was, I guess they were trying to um, save it by having two killers, like uh, they're setting up the guy to be the killer, and then you find out it's a. Mm. I don't and I think, looking back at it, I reckon that was why I liked this movie a lot more as a child than I than I did because it was sort of the first horror that I watched or thriller where the lead victim was the killer. I thought it was such a twist. I was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> you mean the, compared to the, every other, it's it's like the, Jason or the character who is represented as the woman in peril or peril yes. or the final girl turned out to be the killer. Yeah. Mm. Yes, and she's she's quite flat. <laughs> as are mo- as are ninety five percent of the the performances in this movie. Yeah, it, it's like a series of montages, and <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of music. And I will say that while revisiting it last night in preparation for this, I was I was doing a little toe tapping. Yeah, with You're all the eighties, your Reebok. With all the eighties jams, but in saying that, I think that was the best part of it. <laughs> if it if it focused more on being the thriller, <laughs> I think it could have been a worse movie for it. Uh, yeah, and they even have a song called "Aerobicide," oh, which they only play a very small piece of. Um. Which you is a title you do not like. I can't believe you like Killer Workout over Aerobicide. <laughs> Killer Workout is couldn't possibly be more generic. Aerobicide <laughs> like, is at least but it's interesting. a double meaning to it, you know. Oh, it's so stupid. You could you could get like a G-rated instructional called Killer Workout. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I think my sister had one actually. Oh, did she? You will have to point it out to me when it happens, but there is a scene where it sounded quite nice, um, where one of the characters is lifting weights and he's doing a lot of... (laughs) And I was having... I I think I remember which one you're talking about, and it wasn't that sexually done. (laughs) No... But I'll rewatch it as we're watching. Actually, you reminded me of something. Um, generally, I'm not uh, aroused by non-sexual things. <laughs> it, it requires sexuality to make to arouse me. But we had the show um, The Amazing Race in Australia, mm-hmm. which you have in America. And there were these two muscle heads that were competing along with everyone else. And, and they were sort of the villains of the, of the season. Mm-hmm. But one of the challenges was to survive a... Um, uh, it's a Thai foot massage, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and they're quite painful. But one of the guys, and the cuter of the muscle guys, he was moaning in such pain, and I found myself. No, that's not sexy. <laughs> no, that's not sexy. But somebody lifting weights and going, that's kind of hot. Well, it all depends on how it's done. You just remembered, reminded me, I used to have an ex who had quite hairy and disgusting feet. <laughs> and, of course, he wanted me to give him foot massages. Yeah. 
Um, I could imagine you like Grace Sadler with the girl with the six toes. <laughs> I um, first of all, I, I, I want to say this though, even though we just passed it, how the fuck did that girl not get fired when she didn't show up on time and Rhonda had to teach her class, mm. and she just gave her basically a, a slap on the wrist and said, "Don't do it again." Yeah. Okay. No. No. Well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, maybe she um, needs to find a replacement before she can fire her. Or maybe so. she's just going to kill her, and that's why she didn't fire her. Um, yeah. With but, the crappiest yeah. weapon in cinema history. Yeah, I don't get what I don't get that. What the hell? But. No, the the foot story. Um, he used to make me give him foot massages, and he used to make full on sex noises while I was rubbing his feet, and it was so <laughs> not. Well, it wasn't sexy when he made those noises when we were having sex, but it was <laughs> it was even less sexy because he used to like do the 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 tooth gasp the. And I used to just be like, oh, oh, oh. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> um, it was either the tooth gasp or the... Oh, <laughs> oh well. Mm. Yeah. Are you, are you a very stoic lover? <laughs> yeah, I'm self-conscious. I don't make... I don't make a lot of noise. Or I... Um, it depends. You remind me of um, um, if you ever saw Ruthless People. <laughs> I haven't in a while, but yeah. Well, uh, the police chief has hired a hooker and he says, I like a woman that makes a lot of noise. My wife just sits there like a gunny sack. <laughs> well, I'm not a, I wouldn't say I'm a dead fuck. It depends on how comfortable I am with the other person. If the other person isn't into it and making noise, then I don't feel comfortable making noise. See, my noise making is inadvertent. Yeah, because you're just a horny bitch. I don't plan wrapped up in I don't mind that it comes out. <laughs> yeah, of course you don't. No, but I've been, I've been with both um, people who don't make any noise and people who make too much noise. And people... Uh, oh, I've been with... Um, I've been with a one who was just right, yeah. That was good. <laughs> I liked it. Um, just don't say my name. That's not sexy at all. Oh, no, I don't like that. But anyway, getting back to Killer Workout. So where, how did you see this when you were a kid? On TV. Re- oh. Uh, no, it, it was at the video store and uh, just got it on VHS. Mm. Under the killer workout title or aerobicide? Yeah, uh, I it was killer workout in Australia. Mm. It's called aerobicide somewhere. I don't know. Yes. The only real extras on the Blu-ray are the trailer and the alternate opening title sequence with the aerobicide title. Yeah. Oh, mm, that's sad, men's sad room. music. Oh. There's so much fucking setup 
to everything. <laughs> and what's not set up is a musical montage. And there's the dialogue must be like 10 pages. Yes. Mm. <laughs> now I noticed that uh, Death Spa got better reviews than this movie, but I've never Did seen it? Death Spa. <laughs> <laughs> this is better still, than Death Spa, like, and that's not like saying 4. a lot. versus four point eight or something like that. It wasn't. <laughs> Death Spa's really bad. Okay. Not that this is good, but um, and Death Spa also has an alternate title, which is Witch Bitch. Oh, really? Yeah. I had a bootleg of it a long time ago that had... Um, it had Death Spa on the, title, on, the, on the cover, but it also, said, it also said Witch Bitch on it. It was like Witch Bitch at the top, and then in smaller letters, and then below it, it said AKA Death Spa. Now, are you saying Witch with a W or Rich, like... Witch. Uh, Rambo. Witch. Oh, okay. Witch bitch. Which is, I think, in the name of a Roald Dahl book. Oh, okay. I think it is. I'm not I'm not kidding. I remember there used to be a Joan... <laughs> or there there is a Joan Collins movie called The Bitch. Oh. Which was kind of... Um, provocative for like 1980 yeah. or whatever it was when it came out well i mean there was even that show recently where they blurred it to be the b in apartment 23 or whatever it was. there used to be a show um with marissa jarrett winoker um that was called dance your ass off and it was like all about losing weight through dance and okay. some uh, some like ne- I think it was the network itself. I think it was on the Oxygen network here. I don't know if you have Oxygen, um, but yeah, they used they wouldn't call it that. They would like you know put like an A and an asterisk. Dance your A off. Dance your A <laughs> off or something, something like that. Now we have more set up. <laughs> Um, so this is Lieutenant Morgan? Yes, look, Lieutenant Morgan, yes. Who I was positive. Oh, no, I, was just, I was looking up people's uh, history, and he, I think he's done a few movies with the director, um, Deadly Prey and Deadliest Prey. Um, I think I saw Deadly Prey, I'm not... I know I've seen some of the director's other stuff, but I can't, I can't remember. Yeah. Well, he did a movie. Did you ever see Sledgehammer? Yes. Was that from 1983 though? Yes. Yeah. Was that any good? That's not based on the, that's not like the uh, Joan Collins ones, was it? No. Oh, okay. It's not. Joan Crawford, I mean. (laughs) Not Jane Collins. <laughs> no, no, no. She didn't do a movie called Sledgehammer. She did Straight Jacket. Oh, I thought she did one called Sledgehammer. I must be wrong. I don't think so. 
Um, well, the only thing I remember about Sledgehammer is that it was really bad. It was shot on video, and there's a huge bodybuilder who has his shirt off for the majority of it. Oh. Which in itself, you know, makes it worthwhile. Should have saved the movie. <laughs> yeah, I have it. We can do it. Just so oh, okay. you can ogle him and I can yes. <laughs> sit here and watch a listen to a bad movie. <laughs> We're like Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Oh, that's terrible. You're terrible, Muriel. <laughs> That was one of the first movies that was shot on video, Sledgehammer, that is. Okay. There was another one called Boarding House, which I think was, which is uh, painful. But it it was shot on video and then blown up to 35. To be shown theatrically, I can only imagine what it looked like. Yeah, because it'd be nothing... like watching a, a movie on that was filmed on iPod. <laughs> oh, who the fuck knows? But if you if you have a movie shot on video that's blown up to thirty five, because thirty five uh, is sixteen blown up to thirty five is a little so uh, so. Um. So if you're blowing up videotape, that's not going to be good. Yeah. Another musical montage. (laughs) I wonder how much of their budget went to Teddy's. I wonder if there's a fucking soundtrack. I think there actually might be because I saw some of the songs on, um, on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of weightlifting. Oh. There's there's one singer who does I think a couple of songs and she kept she reminded me a lot of um Bonnie Tyler. She had that raspy yeah, yeah. voice, cracky voice. I think Bonnie had a stronger voice. Like she, she could belt out a few tunes. Well, I think she, she did, be, but she had some kind of a, she had some kind of surgery on her throat. She had some kind of issue. I don't remember what it was. Oh, and I think that's what. <laughs> she, she was still able to hit the notes, but her voice just wasn't as good. Yeah. Like a, a film clip to Anaconda. Uh huh. <laughs> Does Marcus like this one? That you know? I haven't actually shown it to him. I I, I, I will show it to my sister because she used to like it. You and we you were planning on showing it, the, or you did show it to her? Oh no, she's seen it before, but uh, I'll get her to watch it again. Why would you do that to your sister? Because she used to like it. Does she like these kinds of movies in a we used, like, well, ironic kind of way? We used to watch way. a bit of 80s um, 
slashes. She was the one that introduced me to 80s slasher. Mm-hmm. And then you introduced them to Marcus. <laughs> well, well, she also did as well, but um, he now sort of leads the way. And Is she Marcus's he tells, mother? He tells me about movies to watch. I beg your pardon? Is she Marcus's mother? No, his auntie. No, Marcus's mother doesn't really like horror much anymore. She used to watch um, back when she was young, but probably after she gave birth, she stopped watching anything thriller <laughs> She sounded like she forgot part of her line because she said, if you want to feel, try Hollywood Boulevard. Because it, it, it was like Boulevard was tacked on. Like she yeah. didn't know that it was Hollywood Boulevard, not just Hollywood. Somebody hasn't been studying their script. Marsha. Yes. Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> All right, let's do it again. <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I mean, if you spent in more time learning your lines than fucking nodding. Printing your hair. Exactly. <laughs> and putting some fucking whatever that mess is in there. I mean, her makeup, <laughs> I'm not liking, but they could have at least made it um, seem like strangely um, caked on for the fact that she got burnt all over. How can it just avoid the face? Yeah. And the back of her hair is all burnt, but like her... her This is a fight that is is here purely just for cinematic purposes because there's yeah. really and then you see no effects of the fight later. Like no one has a bruise. Sounds like Cobra Kai. Um, <laughs> and here we have some wonderful Sega Genesis music. And we've got some good short shorts. Oh, I know how much you love the short shorts. Yes. Yes. We can see Dangle, really. Oh. That's always a good thing. I heard that. There isn't there like two or three of these kinds of fight sequences? I know there's at least two. Yeah. Well, why don't you just finish it now? What the fuck? And there's a chase sequence later. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of dramatic moments. Yes. There's there's a lot at stake in Killer Workout, aka Robicide. The stakes are very very high. Much like the ladies, the plot is thin. Exactly. Oh, he's got the plug in his hands. Hmm. This wasn't one I saw when I was, you know, like on a steady slasher movie digest because it 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 wasn't one that I could find. Yeah. Um, it was kind of obscure. Um, my the mom and pop I used to go to didn't have it, and um, 
I think this is the part where this the record changes speed. Or maybe it's another <laughs> song. It like goes it's like somebody hit the notch on the record and it goes it's playing really fast and then it goes a little slower. Oh, okay. Um, I'll try to point it out. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I wasn't able to find this one until like the mid aughts. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I didn't see it until around 04, 04, 05 ish. No, that's not um, the song. <laughs> I used to, uh, find this one special because it wasn't in the horror section at my local video store they used to have it in the um thriller so i'd always be surprised oh that's right okay that's weird i thought you were going to tell me they had it like with all the workout videos next to jane fonda (laughs) that'd that'd be hilarious (laughs) my video store didn't have a thriller section they just used to throw all the thrillers into drama the same way that blockbuster did did you have blockbuster we did but uh we didn't have that situation we used to have thriller or suspense and uh there was the horror section no our our blockbuster did, did not have a thriller or suspense section all of the i mean all thrillers were in drama the blockbusters were competing with the video stores here so they changed it for the locals. <laughs> it comes back. <laughs> what? Um. What was the the major chain producer chain? Uh. Well, we had a uh, in South Australia. We had Movie Land, um, Video Easy. Uh, one stage we had Focus Video. They had a few and. Um, Blockbuster. Yeah, I think that was yeah, and and a few oh, and Civic Video, and then and then a few um uh, independent chains. Did you have Did you have many independents? Uh, we did, and then they sort of amalgamated, um, sort of like how you might have an IGA. Uh, there were a few that came together, but they run individually. Mm. I forget what brand that was though. Because there was local one that I used to go that was quite large called Atlantic Video, but that was then part of another part of a bigger group. Hmm. I think I still have the card somewhere. Oh. I remember when Hollywood Video first. Um, first started out like it must have been in the mid to late 90s give or take i don't know but we didn't have one um we didn't have one here (laughs) but we did they did have commercials for it and in the commercials the employees were dressed like they were they were on the red carpet yeah they had like tuxedo pants on and bow ties and not like those full vests but the you know the kind that like wrap around the back of your neck and have that like strap that goes around the small of your back that's what they were wearing like a halter top yes like a halter exactly (laughs) 
It's a tuxedo halter. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, they 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 were like fully decked out, and I don't know if that's that's what something that they did just for the commercial, or if that's the way the employees dressed at that time. But when we finally did get one Hollywood video, I remember going in there and thinking, like, where the fuck are the bow ties? Oh God. <laughs> Where's the red carpet dress? But I don't even think, I don't remember ever seeing anybody actually working on the sales floor. Yeah. But when I, when the Hollywood video, video that we had um, was built, it came out it was built in like uh, i want to say 2003 and yeah they had all of these horror movies that were obviously bought from a video store another video store that had gone under because it was like yeah, all yeah. movies that were long out of print um and you could tell that they were that the tapes themselves were old um, it used to drive me crazy though when I used to go to, um, when I used to go to Blockbuster is they, we were talking about this during, I think, Junior, and I don't think you knew what I was talking about, which isn't, <laughs> which, you know, is kind of par for the course, but, um, <laughs> In department stores, if you used to collect a lot of VHS, um, you would notice that there were certain um, budget labels that would do reissues of movies on VHS, but they were in um, the lower quality mode. They weren't in yeah, yeah. Um, SP mode. And... They a lot of the time they would they were it was clear when it was one of those titles because they had the label on the front or they had a gold trim around the box the way that my old Mistress of the Dark VHS used to have um, and Blockbuster used to rent those yeah so you know when you're when you're renting a movie you're kind of expecting to have the best quality movie experience and it was like to me it was like they were going to the Kmart a few blocks over and picking up VHS's and putting them on the shelf yeah I remember the original Children of the Corn was one of those budget movies that they had for rental and I remember looking at it and thinking okay you just went over to Kmart and bought this and now you're <laughs> renting it out and that's bullshit but you know what's funny too is in that documentary that's on Amazon, whatever it's called, about the last um the last blockbuster. Oh yep, yep. The woman who runs it said that she herself goes over to the Walmart and buys DVDs and Blu-rays for them to rent out. Yeah. Which is interesting because don't I guess they don't have a distributor anymore, mm. so they have to go to the store. 
and buy the movies for probably a hell of a lot cheaper than the distributor used to sell yeah. them for. No, I remember there used to be one video shop in the CBD, uh, and I reckon that the videos they had there were for renting out, so you could buy that and rent it out, because they were a lot more expensive, and I thought, oh, what's, you know, and that one made me look into it. Um, but then they started closing down, and I managed to get a, a heap of videos that were cheaper, so that was good. Oh, bloody safety pin. <laughs> I guess they were going for originality. But, but there it says, um, just going back to what just happened there, you see the safety pin and you see her taking off the wig. Like, you see the wig being taken off. And then later you see Rhonda putting on a wig and so you think, I mean, does that mean she's the killer? <laughs> it's not, it, it gives things away. Oh my god, it's like fucking Melrose Place. Yeah. Remember with Marsha Cross when she was in that car accident? Which is awful. But No, um, the actress or the character? No, the character. I don't remember she was in an accident. Well, she was supposed to have been dead. Yeah. And then, because she was in a car accident with... Um, the guy who played Michael, I can't remember his name. Michael Mancini, yeah. Um, I remember his his girlfriend was in... She got paralysed or something. Jacqueline Bassett? Or something? Josie. Josie Bassett, yeah. Yeah, he was... The, no, she was his wife. Um, yeah. But then he was, he, was, he was with Marsha Cross. And then they were in a car accident. And... Um, they she was like the name of the movie here <laughs> she was in a car accident and she i think she was gone for either half a season or the majority or one season or something like that and then like you saw her and you're like oh my god is she supposed to be a ghost or something and then she came back and um she had kind of a feud with the with the the gay character um yeah. can't remember Jake. his name no, was that, that no. wasn't Jake. Um, Jake was the biker one. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, they like I don't remember why, but they were feuding, and she was she had like had him fucking beaten up and shit. It was pretty nasty. <laughs> no, they fucking like she had him full on gay bashed. It was bad, and yeah. um. He did some looking up at her medical records and knew that she had had a head injury. And they <laughs> they were having it out in the middle of the uh, of the hospital in the hallway. And he just reached out and pulled her wig off. <laughs> and it was the funniest fucking thing I had ever seen. I was convulsing. I was laughing she was so hard. <laughs> Oh my god, it was so funny. That and in Bridesmaids, you're a little cunt. <laughs> Those were two things. <laughs> I remember making me laugh so fucking hard I almost pissed myself. Like in my adult years. <laughs> Yeah.
Yeah, Curtis, where are you? This isn't funny. <laughs> yeah, no. Stop playing around. <laughs> I love it when people check people's pulses after. <laughs> yeah, everybody becomes a doctor all of a sudden. No, like when they're like brutally murdered. It's like, are you okay? <laughs> You mean there's like blood all over the place and their heads crushed and somebody yeah. reaches down and feels for the jugular? It's like Pamela Anderson in Scary Movie 3. Oh, you inspired me to check out the scene with Brenda at the movies from the original Scary Movie. Because <laughs> I hadn't okay. seen it in so long. <laughs> Get out of my face! Out of my face! Out of my face! <laughs> now, was that from He Knows You're Alone? No! <laughs> they were doing a riff on Scream 2, which ripped yes. off He Knows You're Alone. Yes, I know. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't. I, I only recently... Heard you lecturing me about this. <laughs> Maybe this is the song that's sped up and down. Maybe this sounds like something Stacy Q would sing. What I've been liking in rewatching this movie is that I feel that some of the music I'm hearing parts of it have become popular again. Um, elements of the songs. Yeah, did you hear, well, this is, you know, how I like to keep things ambiguous, but this is going to date us. But did you hear um, that Canadian, like, rapper or singer or something, I don't know, like, completely ripped off into the groove? Like, the instrumentation is almost exactly the same and didn't even ask. Yeah. And it's, it's unmistakable when you hear it. Yeah, it sounds like weekend. No, it's not the weekend. It's somebody I'd never heard of before. Um, but um, it just sounds exactly like Into the Groove, only with um more updated synths. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll have to look it up. See you later, Brad. Yeah, Brad. Yeah, there's, always, there's always got to be a Brad. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Speaking of which, I should figure out a way for us to do the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. I don't know about a musical, though. A musical... Oh. <laughs> um, oh, and here's the other fight scene. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't do it. And it's got all the fucking stupid sound effects again. And then... Ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> but we didn't get more of that Sega Genesis music. Fucking... <laughs> 
No. Bullshit. Now, has this guy Chuck Dawson? I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, I know one of them is related to the director. <laughs> I thought... No. What was that? Morgan? Detective Morgan? Well, there's Detective the Morgan and there's Chuck Dawson is played by Ted Pryor. Well, then, yeah, that must be him. Morgan is the one who tries to kill Rhonda at the end. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know who that is, but I wasn't sure if the um, bodybuilder guy was. You had to tell me there was a bodybuilder. <sighs> Jesus Christ! And this little dream sequence comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Isn't that sparkly music? It's like fucking watching Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> It's like boo-hoo. Oh. <laughs> you always forget the oh. <laughs> it is actually kind of sad. <laughs> and then she gets her throat slit. Yeah. It's, so, it's really it's really sad. Yeah. Uh, it's it's unfortunate that even in his fantasies she's not into it. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> More. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> well, here he is fighting with himself, which is very symbolic of masturbation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His combination of creepy but a bit cute as well. Cute in the sense of someone who's dumb as a doorknob. <laughs> you talking about him? I'll be right back. No, no, no. Or the other guy. The meathead. Yeah, you like dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Mm. I like a guy that wears a condom but doesn't know how to spell it. That sounds sexy. Eight, seven, six, five. We used to have a uh, early morning aerobics program called Aerobics Oz Style and there was always one girl that was me- messing up. <laughs> mm. Effie in the background. Why the hell are you watching that? Oh, this was back in the 80s, 90s. Um, look, well, I keep wondering, why is the gym still open? <laughs> people, people are getting murdered. That is and the million dollar question coming. right there. <laughs> That's what everybody says in all of the reviews for this. That's probably the biggest plot hole in a mm. movie full of plot holes. And there's also like, why are there people working out in the background when bodies are being dragged? <laughs> <I know. laughs> they can out by the paramedics. 
It's like, don't mind this body bag. Just keep on doing your curls or whatever it is yes. you're doing over there. Keep keep stare mastering. See, here she has a letter opener that would have worked as a far better <laughs> weapon. No, I don't like a letter opener. They're pointy, and but they're not sharp. Yeah, but safety pin safety is in the name of it. Mm. <laughs> well, she's trying so hard to act, it's adorable. <laughs> Why would you even say anything about the ones canceling their memberships? <laughs> I mean, that's like really insensitive. It's like mm. you, you're, you're, you don't, I don't think your, your, your concern can be split between people who are being <laughs> murdered and people who are canceling their memberships. That should be a non-issue. What? <laughs> She's losing business left, right and center. Yeah. It's all the fucking dead bodies piling up and people <laughs> going to Jane Fonda. Cause she used to have a fucking... A workout center. Did she? I know. I know about the tapes. <laughs> I think so, or maybe it was a joke. I don't know, but I remember it being in Troop Beverly Hills, um, um, when the girls were selling cookies. They went. Um, they were. They had a stand outside Jane Fonda's workout, yeah. and like all of the overweight ladies in um, tight-fitting workout clothes ran to buy some Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I remember there was a... Um, there was this gay porn star um, in the 90s who was also a personal trainer mm -hmm. as, you know... A lot of them are and were. Um, but there was a a porn shop. Oh, here it is. <laughs> um, but it's there was very a, angry about it. Yeah, I like it. There was a porn shop that was like right down the street um, from the gym where he used to do his personal training. And yeah. they, I don't know if they did it to be cunts or <laughs> they were just trying to sell videos, but they would put like, you know, posters of him in the window and say, yeah. like, we got the latest video. His name was Tom Cat, K-A-T-T. And he's now a minister. Oh, <laughs> really? Well, <laughs> uh... That was yeah. I, I was recently reading. Um, I forget who it is, but uh, Billie Eilish was commenting how she got badly affected by watching porn from a young age, mm -hmm. and this uh, porn actor put out an article agreeing with her. But he's become some real right wing um, uh, uh, religious fanatic as well. Yeah, so. uh, I think I know who you're talking about. Well, there's a few of them. Yeah. It's weird, the women become quite feminist and the men become religious. 
Look, this is still going on. Is this at all sexy? <laughs> no, well, I think he looks a bit pathetic. <laughs> so that's why it wasn't sexy for me. But it seems like he's really thrusting that barbell. Yeah. But you don't see the weights as well. I think that's what it is, is that he could just be lifting up the... <laughs> he's just lifting the, the bar on the pole. Okay. And you're supposed to have somebody spotting you. Well, if it's heavy, heavy. Oh my god, more build-up. Yes. There is so much fucking padding in this 85-minute movie. Yes, yeah. Between the fight sequences. <laughs> it could have been 76 minutes. Yeah, the fight sequences and the workout footage and the um, music and the aerobics. And I think there's more workout footage, like, for the credits. Oh, probably. And I don't find this woman so... <laughs> like, she's got a few stalkers. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Oh, here's another fight oh. sequence. <laughs> and it's the same music. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's like Peter Griffin and the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Just we need to pad out this episode. <laughs> God. <laughs> I think we talked about this already, but have you seen the movie Repossessed? Ah, oh, I thought you were going to mention how you and your friend used to recreate Jean-Claude Van Damme sequences. <laughs> that was true. But no, I, I have seen the movie Repossessed, yes. There were some pretty funny scenes in the um, in the gym there when Father May I, I was seen, training. I have seen it for such a long time, but... Um... Well, I remember he was like doing the rocky thing with the oh, God. <laughs> w with the, the uh, with a rubber chicken. Yeah. Um and there's a woman who is using the um I have no idea about workout equipment. Um but those things to build up your arms where you like kind of have your arms bent and you move them in close them in and then out and then in and then yeah. out and her boobs kept getting pumped up bigger and bigger <laughs> and then they finally explode yeah when I when you're fucking like 10 years old that movie is <laughs> hilarious it probably wouldn't be as funny now as a 40 year old man but <laughs> I just remember getting chuckles out of the stupidest shit Mm. Like when Linda Blair says she, uh, she's a doctor because she doesn't know what's wrong with her because she doesn't realize she's possessed. And he's asking her if she, if she has thrown up 
And he's like, hmm, it might be the flu. I had a few cases of it come in today, this morning. And then behind them, there's a guy walking by with like three boxes that have flu printed on them. It's such a stupid joke, uh, but it made me laugh. Look what the hell's going on here. You want to tell me about it here, Charlie, or do I put the bracelets on? Oh, the bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get accessories. Yes. And I want to hear it straight. I'd be like, well, let me see the bracelets first. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not all over now. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, no. Spying on Rhonda Johnson. Rhonda Johnson. Uh, I was actually, something that I thought was not terribly interesting, but I'll say it anyway, is that apparently she made her first uh, convention appearance in March 2020 at Dead by Con in Alberta. In Canada. Yeah. And she was doing appearances for fans of this? Well, it it was a horror convention. I don't know if it was this or if she's been in other stuff. I don't think she's been in on other horror movies. Well, I wonder how it went for her. Because I could imagine people sort of, for the sake of having an autograph. Well, <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> If she's charging any more than twenty dollars, <laughs> I remember um, so, uh, somebody I knew who would go to conventions um, brought his cat's eye DVD because not you know Drew Barrymore or anybody. You know, noteworthy was going to be there. Um, Candy Clark was going to be there. And Who's Candy Clark? She played the mother in the um, in the last seg- segment with the troll in the in the wall. But she's also okay. known for something else. I don't remember. She was the she was the mother too in the Buffy movie. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, he asked her, um, if she would sign his, his DVD and she was going to charge him $25 <laughs> and he was like, um, let me think about it. And then walked away and never came back. <laughs> I'd say, oh, let me go get some money. And then just never got again. <laughs> it used to be, and I'm sure I probably made this point before. Um, at the conventions, at these conventions, they wouldn't charge you for autographs if you had your own shit. They would only charge you if you bought something and wanted them to oh, sign okay. it. But well, I guess I guess people were bringing too much of their own stuff. Um, well, it's that, and it's people have made conventions like a full-time job because they're washed up actors and don't have anything else going on. Well, 
well, that's fine. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure the fans get a kick out of it as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It stays with her body a bit too long. Wasn't that sad, sad music? <laughs> <laughs> like, boo hoo, you've been killed. <laughs> mm. It's like, boo hoo, you got stabbed <sighs> with a safety pin. Ah. <laughs> oh. oh. It really is a, a, a movie where things just happen and then don't happen. And <laughs> yes, pretty much. It's kind of like um, a repetition of the first reel over and over, yeah. like three times. Like the yeah. first third happens three times. Yeah. Repeated with the workout, killing, investigation. Fight. Repeat. <laughs> yes. Fight sequence, workout sequence, uh, music sequence, dialogue sequence, rinse, repeat. Because mm. there's really nothing in between. No, no. There's not really a story. No. It's just, okay, there's people getting killed at a gym. Who's doing it? Yeah. And it's not even a case of you don't really invest in the people getting killed. <laughs> no, you don't know anything about anybody getting no. killed. There's no motive either. It's just, you know. I they are prettier than she is. The only thing that's is, it. is, sorry? They're prettier than she is. Yeah. There's the aerobicide song. <laughs> I can't believe and I don't know if this is just the movie, but I do wonder if women used to go do 80s aerobics in makeup. See, that's it. It's only like 20 seconds. Yeah. Go ahead. What? Whether women used to do aerobics in makeup. Oh, like probably. Whether, whether they're, you know, the ones that would sort of go uh, to show off. Probably. Um, But... That ding that you keep hearing, it's the exact same sound from Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. Um, but um, going to gyms now, is it's very different. I don't know if it's similar in Australia as it is in the U.S., but um, there's a lot of selfie taking going on. <laughs> yes. Um... And, like, um, there are body-obsessed guys who go there for, like, a fucking rigorous workout, get all pumped up, then shower, then change into, like, khakis and a button-down shirt that they keep in their locker and go straight to the club. Oh, Okay. Um, I don't know how. <laughs> Not that I go to the gym. And uh, there's, no, I do have one friend who does do some gym selfies, but he, um, uh, I don't think it's out of vanity or anything. 
I realise that there is the ones who do it like, uh, you know, as a form of modelling, whereas this one is just... Yeah, they take pictures of themselves in the bathroom mirror, you know, like fresh out of the shower. It's like, look at me. Mm. I mean, I take... <laughs> now I'm too embarrassed to even say. Uh, I do uh, outdoor gym stuff and I sometimes take photos. Oh, you do, do you? Well, because I was quite proud of myself, I managed to do um, sort of a, it's um, levitated pull-ups. What the hell does that mean? Well, I got my legs up in stirrups, and then I do (laughs) pull-ups. Oh, the gravity stirrups—it's not gravity boots. No, no, no. Uh, You know, there's there's like. The two, um, I can't remember what it's called, but um, they're two poles next to each other that are horizontal. And then you loop your feet up and then you do pull-ups. Oh, like gymnastics. Yeah. Until 70% of her body was burned in a tanning spa accident five years ago. But that's enough! Valerie Johnson. You know, I think she's she's doing Okay. For somebody who had 70% of her body burned five years ago. I mean, like, five years ago for 70%, you'd Mm. still be getting skin grafts. Yeah. You'd still be in pain from wearing gloves. A lot, yeah. I think it does. I think it eats you up inside to look at all those young, beautiful bodies. This guy, let me tell you. But I love how he has her whole motive and knows that she's the killer, but the movie's not over yet. Yeah. we still got, what, like 15 minutes? Yeah. Uh, well, they get to the... He takes her in and then he hears that someone else is a suspect. So he lets her out. Yeah. But you can't let somebody out who is... Well, I don't know if it's officially arresting you. It it, it seems very sus. I don't think whoever wrote this did a lot of uh, research on their police procedurals. Yes. I mean, there's not even glass between the the back seat and the front. Mm -mm. It's his own private car. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure she's sitting in a cum stain as we speak. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, God. Don't tell me there's going to be another fight sequence. <laughs> there's a chase sequence. And he does well considering he uh, had a he had a rake get put through his leg the other day. Oh no, not a rake! <laughs> this music is so dated. I actually don't mind. <laughs> Some of I like the beat. It's got a good tempo. <laughs> the synths, not so much, but... 
You like this cheesy ass beat? Yeah, I do, I do. And the guitar string. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of like the um the same music as the fight sequences, only slightly yes. altered. Sequence-i. Sequai. Sequai. I like that. Yes. The fight sequai. The f- <laughs> this, but yeah, this goes on forever, this sequence. Where it's trying to find him and it makes the bricks. Ugh. And then we still have to get to the the sequence where he takes Rhonda to the top of the hill. Yeah, it's, it seems like the, so much goes on uh, for such a short movie. It feels so long. Yes, because that means they're not doing a good job <laughs> of, you know... Um, keeping attention and keeping keeping your attention and keeping things interesting yeah because there's a lot of there's a lot of lulls a lot of dead air a lot of you know instead of actual dialogue (laughs) and this fucking ridiculous tempo oh my god <laughs> you so want the soundtrack, don't you? Oh, yeah, I want to sample it. <laughs> there is. Oh, I want it so fucking bad. Um, there is a Freddy's Nightmares vinyl soundtrack that's mm. like. It's like three. Um, I don't know what they call it. Uh, three records or something. There's there's two. There's one that's like a, a single, like two sided vinyl, and then there's a there's a th- there's one that's three. Yeah. And they're colored vinyl. And mm-hmm. I was checking out a video of somebody um, unboxing it, and he was like describing it, and it sounds like amaze balls, and it's got <laughs> music. Taken from the original masters, um, yeah, which proves that they exist. Because uh, I know that for a long time there was talk that Friday's Nightmares wasn't coming out on DVD or Blu-ray, Blu-ray because they couldn't find the masters. Um, but there are masters out there, and um, yeah, it's got. Are there subs? Huh. <laughs> so what? Continue. The masters are up there. Are you talking about subtitles? I don't know. No, no, um, carry on. Yes, yes, I will do that. Um, but fucking um, now I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, there's also no, like the sound. Yep. There's also sound clips from the show, mm-hmm. in addition to all the music and stuff. And there's like images of Freddy on the um. I think there's images of Freddy on the labels or on the vinyl. I don't know. Um, but I know the records are all different colors. And for some reason, they're not red and green. That I don't understand. Why would you not make them red and green? Yeah. 
I think one's blue or something. I don't know. Or no, I think one is like is like rippled or like it's like pink rippled. And it's I think what they were trying to do was make it look like his flesh. Yeah. So it's like supposed to look like burnt skin. Um. Yeah, but mm, I don't have a record player. And, yeah. Um. I think one of the main reasons to get vinyl is so that you could look at the artwork, and I can't fucking see the artwork. Oh, not ne- not necessarily. Some people do like the sound of the scratch, and no, I don't like um, that. I don't like I'm sure that you'll be able to find copies of it, like, little, if, if anywhere on YouTube of people playing the vinyl. Because people well, love Freddy, you know. Of course. There was one, I think it was a Friday the 13th vinyl, but I'll have to look into it more, is that I reckon uh, it, it, the record was sort of hollowed out and they put like a red liquid in it so as it plays it spins this red liquid oh that's awesome that's so cool i think it's the same company yeah i did see like a record for but it was the recent halloween uh from a few years ago 2018 Uh, but i i wasn't gonna get that i have no interest in getting a record with them, um, soundtrack music. You mean like songs or or score? No, I don't mind both. when it's songs, but when it's just uh, the instrumentals and Do stuff. You don't like the score? That's what it was? Yeah, the score. Yeah, that's a, that's become a thing now. It's like a lot of these boutique companies are putting out final um, scores for horror movies that never had them before. There was one for Silent Night, Deadly Night that I think was a score and had all the Christmas songs from the movie on it. Okay. Oh, my God. Why'd you come down? Because I love you. I couldn't let you catch you. <laughs> I remember in Nobody's Perfect, her character was a total twat. <laughs> she was so bitchy. Well. This is <laughs> this is the one who sounds like Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. Maybe the when the record slows down, that's on the Blu-ray. Um, cause I, I didn't hear it when I was watching, watching yesterday. I was watching a review on yeah. YouTube yesterday and, um, they played it and it must've been, yeah, it must've been a review of the Blu-ray. I hate when people do YouTube reviews for movies, especially horror movies, and they treat it like it's like they're fucking five minutes for Caroline's or something because they have it pre-written it's a script they think they're funny and they're not yeah yeah no I used to watch um, I sometimes uh, 
what people do, have in their first time reactions listening to some things. And uh, I used to listen to two in particular. One I still listen to because it's quite fun and cute. Whereas the other one has become more professional and it's become more annoying. And like his reaction seems more over the top and like it's, it's like feigning surprise with how good something is. You know, it's Ooh. like, oh my God, guys. You know, it's. <laughs> Yeah, that's not good. I don't like that. Oh, God. Now we've got to listen to a sad, sad story. <laughs> it's going into his backstory. Oh, you know what I was going to say? Um, I think it would be really super, duper fun, but it probably won't happen. But th- there are a ton of Bollywood ripoff movies of a lot of oh, okay. horror. I think it would be so fun to do a commentary for one. But none of them are in like. They're all in Hindi. Oh, okay. I, they don't don't, I think they're official remakes. I don't think there's so much. No, remake. no, I don't think so. Ah. Oh. There's I know one. there was a, an Indian remake of Memento, which uh, not that I saw, but I thought that was interesting. Well, well maybe it was maybe Memento was a was a remake of a, a Bollywood movie. No, <laughs> um, no, but there's there's one I can't remember what it was called. It's got a few different titles, and it's got a Hindi title, but it is like beat for beat, a Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, really? Oh, okay, I'll have to look it up. And there's also a Bollywood um, um, exorcist. Oh, okay. Um, and speaking of other countries doing ripoffs of um, popular American horror movies, there's one on that drive called Don't Panic that is a Mexican ripoff of A Nightmare on Elm Street, but it's it's less obvious. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's obvious, but it's less in your face. Yeah, yeah. This Bollywood movie, like, totally had the opening sequence with Tina, and there's a dream, <laughs> uh, a killer in a dream with, like, a, I think he's burned, and but he's got two, he's got two gloves with claws, <laughs> and, her, and yeah. the main girl's father is a cop, who killed the guy who got uh, released on a technicality and they, they tweaked the story very, very slightly. Yep. Yep. I can't believe this is well, still if it's going Indian, on. It would be an acid attack burn. So. Oh my God. That's awful. Um, I once watched, I was flying in Malaysia Airlines and the guy in front of me was watching this uh, Hindi action movie and the guy in it was really hot. And so I ended up watching it myself. So, and it was about some like um, uh, bodybuilder stunt stunt man who, um, uh, I forget the exact storyline, but he kept doing these stunts throughout the whole movie. And <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tell me more. A lot of topless action. And I remember he had a really cute face. So. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I would like to reinvestigate it. And I think mm-hmm. he was a twin. I think you should. I think that was I think what it was. Should. 
on the like a, a fringe like a nest. Ugh. On the Audio Vault website, I've noticed that they have started doing um, Hindi audio descriptions for movies, okay. American movies. Sometimes there aren't anywhere as many. There's only a handful that I've come across, but there have also been some French um, descript audio description audio descriptions for American movies. Yeah, but Hindi. I've noticed have been um, becoming more and more prominent, and on well, YouTube, it's a very big market. Yeah, yeah, and on YouTube too, there are a lot of um, Hindi or descriptions or explanations for movies that I've come across. Like people tell you the whole movie, like what happens, except it's in Hindi. Yeah. Listen, Bonnie to Bonnie Tyler sing her heart out. <laughs> she sounds amazing. I didn't expect to see you today. I can't say I just came by to pick up my extra set of Just wait until she lapses into total eclipse of the heart for no reason. Yes. So what's gonna happen? Turn around. And then all of a sudden, she's, oh, you know what should have happened when during one of the 17 fight sequences, there should have been, I need a hero. <laughs> Lord. That song always reminds me of Who's Harry Crumb, because they play that during the, uh, yeah. the end at the airport. I always like it in Shrek 2, because I'm a fan of um, Jennifer Saunders. <laughs> of course you are. So it's the end, and we've got some more <laughs> exercising. Mm -hmm. And lots of Bonnie Tyler. Swashing teddies. Just in case anybody is taking me seriously, this isn't really Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> So you want to dance a little bit? Well, this blonde woman that keeps showing, she reminds me of Jessica Lang. <laughs> mm. Are you dancing, you could, If you could change your name, I would not go for Rhonda. I just find no. such a... No, I mean, from Valerie. <laughs> yeah. Which is perfectly acceptable. You'd see it the other way around. More yes, that way. that's exactly, that was the exact thought that I had yesterday. Rhonda's. Rhonda's a real like uh, witness protection name. Mm. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not sexy. <laughs> it's not a pretty girl's I, name. No, no. It's a real like butch name. Mm-hmm. I think it's the on that makes it. So I think it's the H after the. Yeah. <laughs> Good on, da. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A woman on fire. <laughs> How ironic. I didn't even put I that know. Together. Oh, my God. I was thinking about that last <laughs> night. Isn't that awful? 
<laughs> that this movie is based around a woman who was horribly <laughs> burned. <Catching> alive. <laughs> and then you have a song called A Woman on Fire. <laughs> That's terrible. Now, I did want to actually uh, check a scene again because I wanted to see the guy's license plate. Why is that? So I write down. Well, I think it was something about uh, one gym something. <laughs> and I know it's just something down there. And the guy that gets killed, he gets killed with no real fanfare. He just dies. Well, they couldn't... Uh, they couldn't afford any fanfare. They had, you know, blown all their bu- budget on the music and all of the fucking crimping and crimping <laughs> and headbands <laughs> for Rhonda. And that, that fake burn look. Oh, I'm sure they did that in 20 minutes with some oatmeal. Um... <laughs> Are you still watching it or did you rewind it? I just rewound it. Oh. Well, I I, I noted down exactly where, where it was. Because so. it seems like, I can't really see, but it seems like there's just music playing over a black screen. <laughs> no, it, the, the credits were in black. Ooh. So it's 1Jim979 was the name. <laughs> Does that mean anything to you? No, well, I noticed when I first noticed it, I saw it had Jim, and then I noticed again as we were speaking. And then I thought, oh, G Y M, yeah. I thought the character's name was Jim or something. No, and we're not talking about Rhonda's car. No, it's the the you know the red herring killer. Mm-hmm. I hope my chair is not being too noisy. <laughs> it's fine. I can't believe this fucking these credits are still going on. <laughs> well, they needed to stretch out the movie. Oh, yeah. The roll beside. I would be willing to bet that these credits are at least five minutes, maybe six. Yeah, yeah. Because they're playing this whole fucking song. And this sounds like the extended dance mix. The <laughs> the 12-inch version of... I'm guessing it's called Only You Tonight because that's what you keep saying over and over again. Yeah, yeah. My but one, I, do, I feel that the, the song came out before the movie, though. My Only You Tonight, My One Desire, that does not rhyme. Night <laughs> and desire does not rhyme. Not even slightly. No. They just probably hired somebody to write the song in like two hours and they were like, uh, nobody's going to see this movie. Who gives a shit? Just <laughs> write whatever. But um, yeah, we finally reached the end of our credits and the end of Killer Workout. And how was it watching it this time around? Well, I certainly built up a sweat, but that could be because of the temperature. <laughs> And how did you enjoy it? I didn't. <laughs> I reckon I reckon there's enough people who have a place in their heart for this movie. I can't believe I bought the fucking Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit sad, but 
Well, um, it might be. It's it's from a boutique label, so it might be worth something for on the yeah, collector's you're, market. Yeah, you're keeping some someone point. in in business, so that's good. Well, that wasn't even where I was going. I was trying to say that it might be worth something to a collector at some point. Because these things go out of print. Yes. But, um, yes. Well, I remember how you were saying people were asking if you were selling popcorn. People were asking me if I was selling popcorn? If if you had the DVD. No, he wasn't asking me to sell it to him. He was asking me to just send it to him. <laughs> Yeah, that would definitely happen. You know what? There used to be this fucking asshole that I used to talk to on Twitter years ago, and he was such a fucking mooch. Like, he literally (laughs) used to ask for just, like, random shit all the time. And he wouldn't ask. He would say, you should send me. And I, um, when I, I had so many fucking DVDs at one point, Oh my god. And this is like in addition to the dozens and dozens I donated to the Boys and Girls Club and to the library. Um yeah. but before that I sold um DVD lots of all horror movies. I did a few of those. Mm-hmm. And um I remember posting about the auction on Twitter and he responded and was like, You should send these to me. And I was like, um, I will if you pay. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, and you should bid on them like everybody else. (sighs) You should send this to me. What what the fuck? (laughs) Is he like trying to do hypnosis over Twitter? No, there was something wrong with him. (laughs) I haven't, I don't even fucking remember his name, thankfully, but there was something wrong with him. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so that was killer workout and I, I feel stronger for, for persevering. <laughs> for having watched it. Yes. For having watched it. Yes. Cause you know what the <laughs> saying says. It doesn't what doesn't kill, kill you. you only makes you stronger. Yes, that's it's true. And Rhonda and her bad acting <laughs> was worse than a death sentence. Yes, she, um, she, actually, she had more passion in her voice. <laughs> uh, now, I, I'm kind of debating whether Death Spa is better than this. Yeah. Because Death Spa is not good. Yeah. By yeah. any stretch of the imagination. Um, I don't know. It's been a while, but. I bought the Blu-ray for that, too. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You're just throwing money down a hole. <laughs> well, it's like when you see an obscure movie has... A, an obscure slasher movie at that, is that yes. on Blu-ray? It's like, oh, well, I gotta have that. Yeah. Um, no, I understand what... Yeah, I, I, did, I did buy some uh, random 70s horror the other day, and I can't even remember what it was. On Blu-ray. Oh. You don't remember what it was. 
No, I should. I shouldn't even brought it up because now no, it's you shouldn't. Me. Okay. <laughs> well, it's bothering me too. <laughs> God damn it! All right. Uh, I think it's got uh, the lead villain from Last House on the Left is in it, and it's oh, an David Italian has. production, I reckon, and it's from oh. the guy who did that cannibal uh, Holocaust. Um, the house at the end of the lane, or something. It's it's something the like last the. Uh, House on the Edge of the Park. Yeah, something like that, yeah. That is not a good movie, but if you got the one with the original artwork, that is, like, I think one of the best slasher movie artworks of the 80s, but one of the best posters. Okay. What does yours look I like? I, I don't have it with me, but I don't believe it is, simply because it is the Blu-ray. Well, the original VHS, and I think I don't know if it if it's on Blu-ray with it, but the original VHS is um, it's a house that's kind of um, elevated, and on either side of it are these trees that are kind of cut in a odd horizontal shape, and. It's like a dark background, like nighttime, but mm-hmm. and around the image is a hood, and there's a hand holding a straight razor. So it looks like the trees are eyes, and the house is a mouth. It's yeah, I think really, that, I think, really I think cool. that is the I think that is the cover. Yeah, I really like that that cover. Yeah, but the movie itself. <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that they had David Hess from Last House on the Left to be on House on the Edge of the Park, Mm-mm. it's a little too on it's the like nose his, his, for me. It's like Linda Blair in Repossessed. Well, that was supposed to be a parody. No, oh, I know. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know when you're being facetious <laughs> because, first of all, you give me too many grandpa jokes. And then when you do give me jokes that are sincere, they're deadpan. So, you know, I don't know how to feel yes. when we do these commentaries. You give me mixed emotions. Okay. It's, you're right. like that Jennifer Love short song. Yes. How do I deal? Yeah. I used to have that on CD single. Oh, nice. It's a good song. You know, if you um, if you turn the CD around, you can see her biggest fan. On that note, um, <laughs> we're going to wrap this one. Um, With a nice, tight teddy bow. Yes, a nice headband uh, from Rhonda's <laughs> new. <laughs> Gonna pump up my <laughs> Nike Airs. Yeah, from the Rhonda uh, headband collection. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Rhonda Johnson collection. She's, you know, what I hear? She's like Jessica Simpson now with all the accessories and stuff. Oh She's yeah, been... she is proactive on her scalp, and now it's smooth as mm-hmm. a baby's bottom. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So I want to say thank you to Tony for um, <laughs> joining me for this. Thank you again for having me. Mess of a film. And I want to say thank you to everybody for listening. 
And until next time, this is Brandon Ford wishing you all unpleasant dreams.